0: How to change with intention. Now, often people jump into change with um, this optimistic feel, which is needed. But sometimes its enthusiasm does not produce uh, the execution that you need and that you desired. And I've found throughout my life having to reroute so many things, whether it be old thinking, the uh, old thinking styles, uh, things that were planted in me just from school or just life in general and experiences and some stuff in my gene pool. I realized in order to really get to that place of over the hump of the enthusiasm and optimistic past just making a vision board and hanging it on your wall past mapping it out you have to go a little deeper you know some people may map out or vision board and then get optimal results but then some people don't why because some people have a natural um self discipline and a natural way of pushing and motivating themselves typically the people that don't want gym partners basically you know and um like everything else i totally believe that whatever is a natural skill for some can be a taught skill for others if taught properly so this is what we're about to do the first portion that you got to jump into is mapping out the results you don't like and the actions and choices that got them right because this makes you a whole level I mean level level of aware of what you did and what you didn't do in order to get the results, you see? Because normally it's just like, oh, I didn't get these results, and you leave it at that. No, I didn't get these results because of this and because of this and because of that. And it's going to make you more aware of your choices. You're going to be able to sense the pattern coming back, you know, because everyone has a pattern, you know. Even the disciplined ones that I spoke about, I'm one of those people who I'm naturally motivated which gives me good discipline, but I have the same patterns, same patterns and abilities to fall deep into a pattern to destroy the possible results as you do. The same exact, right? And it reminds me of something I said um, after I had Emmanuel. I because the pregnancy <clears throat> was so taxing mentally. That um, I thought, you know, I've gotten this new place with God, like this new pe- place of loving myself. And when I finally got to a, to a point where I was like, you know what? I do not care if I'm alone. Like that's how much I want to be treated right by even me. I don't care if I'm alone. I just want Peace. I don't want to cringe about anything. I don't want to constantly bicker. Like, I I just don't want, I just want peace, like, in general. I finally got into a place where I was happy with how I came into this world alone, you see. I think we really forget that we came alone and we die alone. People always say, I don't want to die alone. Mm. Essentially, you're going down that tunnel by yourself, baby. You know, and you, you came in the tunnel by yourself too. But it's just perspectives and really accepting that alone, I am great. Alone, I am good. Without a ring, without a title, I am validated by just existing because I am good enough to do that we're all good enough to just exist. What are you what are you good for? I'm I'm existing. I'm great. You know, I was created. I was magnificently created and grown in a womb. Like that's even if you just break it down poetically. And you can say, "Oh, well, you make anything beautiful poetically if you say the right words and diction and tone, but if we really peel back descriptively because we do the same thing we did with the results oh I just didn't get them no if you break it down how like a human is grown in a body I don't care how much screwing up you did baby you are a miracle to this planet like it's amazing and I got to that supreme place of oneness And I remember telling my sister, I said, you know what? I don't even want nobody else. Like, you don't get it. It's nothing on no bitter stuff. It's just that, man, the the peace I feel with God. I just, I don't know if I want to part with that solo vibe, you know? And um, she said, that's when it usually happens to you, you know? And I said, well, I don't know about that because, you know, Um, If I would get with somebody, I would have to get with this. And she said, wait. What you need to do is be thinking about what you don't want. And I thought about that. And I said, that's brilliant. Because in thinking about what you don't want, subconsciously you manifest what you do want. Like you're sifting through. You're tackling both places at once. Because if they're not that, then they're this. Right? So... Thinking about you're gonna map out your re- the results you don't like in your life and the things you don't like your bad attitude, um, bitterness, um, whatever you have, you know your inability to be consist- consistent, you know, and what actions got you to the point of inconsistency? Well, browsing on my phone all day, um, looking up travel spots on Pinterest. You know, (laughs) I'm sure that made somebody laugh because on the inside, I laughed like I didn't laugh hard out loud, but it was funny to me on the inside. But those are the things that we really, really do, you know. And once you do that, you're acknowledging it and you connect with the greater good. You understand that there's a greater version that you can do. You don't have to do that inc- that action that leads to inconsistency. You don't have to do any of those things now. Now that you've listed them out, you got to map out what you don't want and the, the choices that led to it. But guess what you have next? You acknowledged it. And now you're acknowledging, hmm, there's another thing that I can do outside of browse Instagram or create travel, whatever, on Pinterest. You know, there's a lot more that you can do that greater good. Your specific amount of greater good is out there just for you. And it's like in this. It's like in this warehouse that's thumbprint activated or retina activated. Like only you have that. Even when you think about your body, it lets you know how much you're, in, you're an individual just from birth, you know. And that's why people who always want to be different, like, well, I'm just trying to be. I don't want, I don't want to be the same. I just want to have a different. You already look like a trend. I've never seen someone who says that that actually doesn't look like a trend they always look exactly like a trend you know they don't know it though you know but it's because you're trying to be something that you just are like you are different like no one can be you at all that's a spot that has specific blessings it has that warehouse i said that All of the good things you could receive is thumbprint activated. Just like all of the bad things are thumbprint activated. It's only by our choices and our just ways of doing everything. Now, the next portion, this is the most crucial part abandoning your feelings. Y'all, I have been doing everything. For the past two quarters of the year, mm -mm, no, I'm lying. Because the beginning of the year, I was thinking, what in the hell is about to happen? So basically the whole year, I have been operating outside of feelings. And now I finally got to that complete numb place where I'm just like, man, let me get in here and record this, do this, work, do this, put this out, post this, promote this you know, um, film this, you know, all of these things apply for, not apply, but do this interview, do this interview, you know, like I'm doing all of this stuff with the biggest smiles in the world, but I have no feelings connected to it right now because it's just that zone it's in. In production, there's a place where you don't feel A sweet spot every hardworking entrepreneur gets to. Someone that you admire that chumps out a ton of content. When you see them, you know what it is. They're outside of the feeling zone. They're just working. You know, I've witnessed that zone many times. And I think if the entrepreneurial one is the one that you don't access often. Let me explain this one because I see this with heaven and I. Because we live together, my oldest daughter, you know, I was a single parent for like 14 years before, you know, um, before I got married. So a lot of things we do, we do like teamwork style, kind of how I basically how I run my house now and also with how I saw my parents work. My parents, you know, they worked well as a team. When I saw cleaning, they were cleaning. When I saw cooking, they were cooking. If they do something with the house, both of them moving around fast and getting stuff done, right? So there's this thing. When Heaven and I start cleaning, we keep going until the whole house is done, and then you take a shower. <laughs> and then you get something to eat, right? Right? Like, that's, like, the whole thing. But that zone where there's no smiles, there's no, you just working, you just doing, you just working, you just doing. And hurry up. What's going on? What need to be done? You know? That's like, oh, man. I remember one of the, something happened with the tub upstairs where it got clogged. You know what it was? We got a bunch of bath bombs. And we were letting the kids use bath bombs over and over again. I had no clue that bath bombs could mess with your pipes, especially if you have old pipes. And um, and that's what we did. And they were using tons and tons of bath bombs. And then one day, this, the tub just randomly got clogged. We don't do anything with hair with this tub or anything, Right. So somehow it, connect, it connects to downstairs. And downstairs toilet just started running water. Like nothing, no one used it. It just started running a whole bunch of water. So much water, it filled downstairs. Yeah, I'm not going to... First of all, the living room is a significant size. So it covered the living room from heaven's bathroom about 20-something feet away. Maybe 30 feet away, if that. You know, and um, that's how far it went. You'd be like, "What? when the hell did y'all notice it? Yeah, you know, obviously, if no one was going to the restroom and everyone was in their own little pods, you know, everyone's in their corner of the room. Heaven just happened to walk out and she must have screamed, got Chris. And when I heard the scream, I ran downstairs. OK, so there's a ton of water. We're all standing and we got the kids stuck in the hallway, the two youngest because, you know, it starts to become a circus if they're downstairs. So um, immediately I say, hey, let's take these blankets. We have like four or five. We get all the towels in the house. Of course, those towels are going in the trash, where they went in the trash, and the blankets as well. We have like about, we had about five throws for when everyone's downstairs we had so I put all of those on the floor we got everything we cleaned and got everything done from that time which had to be maybe around five ish to like maybe nine ten and no one felt anything because it was just it was just go mode you know but you have to what we did was abandon feelings we didn't have time to think Oh god, immediately when we saw the water and you know, I'm really grateful for the the older kids and how they process stuff. When I said this is going to be about a $20,000 problem if we don't, you know, because you're going to have to get the floors redone. You know, like that's not going to work. Like we can't just decide to whatever. And because $20,000 given because if we would have to redo that floor, we might as well redo the bedroom carpet the bedroom carpets that's connected to that floor in general since we have someone in there you see what I'm saying so um it was a lot they immediately started moving fast but that's what you have to do You don't have time. That If somebody would have waited, because the time, I'm not lying to you. The time we took, because when I first brought up throwing the throws down, and this family loves throws, y'all. It's ridiculous. When I thought about throwing the throws down, everybody was like, no. And when I had to convince them. That we can just buy new throws, like literally, we could just buy new throws. I had to spend a couple minutes convincing them, and they had, and guess what they have? They have two little lifts on the wood by the fireplace. You know why? That water sat too long. Everywhere else we started getting up fast, but that water because I was right by the throws, I was telling them, hey, if I just throw this down, look, this is gonna be whatever. But you see, hmm. You see what happened. You see how getting in your feelings can cause damage. It can cause damage because immediately they thought about the blankets being soft, cuddly. We sit downstairs, we watch movies. You're thinking about all the memories and everything connected to everything when you just need to be working, baby. Your mind on the wrong thing. Your mind need to be on needs to be on, your mind needs to be, I'm sorry, I got directly off the porch just now. Sorry, that's my New Orleanian colloquialisms. Don't get at me about grammar. But anyway, you know, your mind needs to be on the process. And that's what happens. You know, that's why you have to abandon your way of feeling. Don't even think about it. But I didn't. But I didn't get to buy this. I didn't get to do this. I didn't. I miss brunch. I miss this. I didn't get to hang out with my friends. I didn't get to take that trip. I didn't get to. Mm mm mm. Because we, you know, we steal moments often. You know, and that's why we don't get change. And I tell my children, when you steal moments from right, you think you're stealing moments from right now. But you're really stealing from your future. Because right now you're stealing moments. And instead of investing in yourself and blooming that beautiful dream you have. You want to hang out and keep up with everyone. Right? You want to do all of that. And you rob yourself later. Because later, when you see people that have certain setups. That they don't have to do certain things at certain ages. You're going to be doing them. You see? So... You don't want to essentially rob from your future. Because with time management, you can really get so much done at once. And, you know, you just, you got to adopt the only option way of thinking. I do that with everything. If I say, I can't do that, Chris will say "Well, Chris used to say. Yes, you can. You can just do this. I said, I can't do that for the options that, I mean, for the results I want. I can't. Man, you know, that really made me want to say something. I've said this before. Man, that's, you know, that really makes me want to say something mean to you. Yeah, you know, and he'll say, well, say it. I said, no, I can't say it. No, you could really, you could say what you feel. Go ahead, say what you feel. No, not for the results I want. No. What is that going to do for me? What is that going to do for our relationship? I just go tagging at you and hurting you. What that's going to do? Nothing. It's not going to get me none of the results that I want. It's not even going to make me feel better. You know, I'm still going to feel like crap after this, you know, and that's just a real, real moment, you know. And it's not, you know, someone can look at it, and I'm sure he did at first Looked at it like, God, not that I'm perfect, but that the way I don't want to do this, I don't want to do that. It's not that. It's just that I, I have gotten so many of the wrong results, y'all. That's how I can map this out for you. I've gotten so many wrong results. You have to realize, I've been, baby, I'm 38 years old. I've been getting wrong results since the third grade. And honestly, I started early with preschool. Do you know I got put out of preschool? I got put out of preschool because I tried to escape. The people caught me hanging out the window. And I asked my mom. I said, "Mom, what you did? And she said, I just got you in the car and asked you, where were you going? And you said you were going home. That was the context clue, baby. That's why you got to use your senses. Because that woman should have known for sure that this girl is going to be problem in school you know but um you know that's I've been getting wrong results for a long time y'all so when I got good ones I I figured it all out there was a clear difference in the results that I got and that's why I'm giving it to you guys because I don't want you to have to use so many years To find out what's not working for your life. I want to pass this baton to you so you can do it. And guess what's going to happen? You're going to teach this stuff to your kids. Huh? You know, you're going to teach this stuff to your friends. Or maybe you're a motivator. You're going to teach this stuff to your crowds. You know? That's why... (laughs) I'm I'm not joking when I say the secret to my sauce is giving. You don't have to be afraid to give to nobody. Let me tell you something, baby. I ain't, man, I ain't gassing nothing up. I don't have a car in this room. I'm telling you the truth. The reason why I give, the way I give, is because I want to be the vessel I was created to be. And not only that, baby... Baby, I have an endless well of this on the inside of me. I'm just giving you some cups of water right now. So that's how you have to view yourself as well. You want real change? Map out your results that you don't like. Your actions and choices that got them. Acknowledge and connect with the greater good the other version of the choices you could have made or you could make. Abandon your feelings and adopt the only way, option, way of thinking. That's it. You utilize these steps and you will not only be amazed by this information, but you'll be amazed by what you put out. You'll have to stop and sit and think I cannot believe I did this. And guess what? On the inside of you, the future you is saying, I believe you did it because I've always believed in you. If this podcast has helped you in any way and you want to donate to this podcast, you can donate through Vimeo Toya-Body or Cash App dollar sign Toya-Body. T-O-Y-A-B-O-U-D-Y. Thank you for tuning in and don't forget to share it with a friend. See you next time.